You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. And welcome, or welcome back to another episode of Black Hair in the Big Leagues. I'm your host, Alicia Thomas. And you know what? This is very exciting. I have a guest today who I am just meeting for the first time right now. I see her on my screen. She's so beautiful. I'm like, I'm in love with her hair. And here's what is so exciting. Right now, at the time of recording this, We are still full-blown in a pandemic coming up on our one year of when Broadway shut down and all of the things. And my beautiful guest today is starring, is currently starring in a show that is open, folks, in New York City. It is pandemic-friendly, a theatrical walking tour in Greenwich, and it's called Voyeur. Okay, I might be saying this so wrong, so you guys do not nail me to the cross. I got to get my accent. (laughs) No, okay, wait, wait. It's called Voyeur, the windows of a Toulouse Latrec. Oh, please help me welcome Natasha Freider. <laughs> oh my gosh, that was the best intro. Thank you so much. <laughs> Natasha, thank you for joining me. I am so happy to see you and to ask you all the questions because I am so curious about everything. But first, how are you today and where are you? Um, thank you. I am um, just, I want to say that I'm so grateful to be here and I'm so excited to speak with you. And yeah, I'm just, I am, yeah, full of a lot of gratitude and love today. I'm feeling really good. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, You're in New York? I am. I'm right here in New York. Yeah. And you're originally from London? Yes, that is correct. (laughs) I can hear it in your voice. It's so beautiful. When did you, when did you move over to the States? Um, So I moved here a little over four years ago now. Four years ago, there was a lot happening four years ago. (laughs) (laughs) You moved then? That's when we were trying to move out. I know. It's so funny. Like, I can't tell you how many times I've met someone for the first time. They find out I'm from England and their response is always like, why are you here? Why are you here? 
And it's not like a horrible, like, oh, we don't want you in our country. It's more like, we don't want to be in this country. Why do you want to be in this country? Right, right. We're, yeah. we're having some interesting times right now and we're figuring it out. And I'm hoping that we are like in the process of uniting. That's what it is feeling like. I might be being um, naive, but I'm hoping that that's where it's going. And that's the goal, right? Like for us to yeah. all get along and all the things, but welcome. Thank you. <laughs> um, so you are uh, a model, an actress, all of the things. Um, and I'm, and I'd love to ask you about all of it, but I, I definitely want to start with the show that you're currently in. First of all, when did you hear about it? How did you get into it? Like, I'm sure a bajillion of us want to know. I've been on my couch for the last year. Tell me about this. Out, It's an outdoor show, right? Yes, that's right. Yeah, it's an outdoor pandemic friendly show. Um, and I first saw a listing for the job um, on playbill.com. Nice. Um, this was around the summertime of 2020. And um, there was a part of me that was, um, I guess, aware of everything that was going on, aware that things like Broadway had been shut down. And I was thinking, oh my gosh, if Broadway is shut down, like what does that mean for the future of theater here in New York, especially? And I wasn't sure really what was gonna be happening, if there were gonna be gigs happening. But then the hopeful and the stubborn part of me was like, well, I'm just going to keep looking online. I'm going to keep applying for things because I still want to perform. I still want to I still want to be actively involved in the arts. I still want to be working towards my craft. So I just decided to keep going online and seeing what was available. And I came across a listing um calling for performers of different disciplines and I wrote to Mara um Lieberman the the uh, executive artistic director of um the company that is putting on this show Bated Breath Theatre Company and I wrote to her with um my headshot and resume and a cover letter just kind of detailing um my background and experiences and interests you know all the things and um, yeah, she fortunately wrote back to me and we set aside wow. a time to meet um, over Zoom, of course. Um, and yeah, we had an interview and I guess the rest is history. And I, when I, was that? Like you looked it up in June and then when did you start having the Zoom things? Like was that still in like the depths of 2020 or was that this year in 2021? So um, I remember that I applied towards the end of the summer. It may have been July or maybe even August. And then we, I want to say we started rehearsals um, at the beginning of September. And then we opened, yeah, and then we opened for previews the last week of September. So it was a pretty quick turnaround. Wow. Okay. And so like as an actress to another actress, Do you feel safe as a performer? I do feel safe. Yeah, we have 
Um, several protocols that we always have in place. So just to give you an example, all performers, um, whenever we come on site, we have our temperature checked. Um, we have to fill out a COVID um, form before we actually come onto the site and we're not allowed to perform unless we do fill out this form. And in that form, we have to... Um, write what our temperature is even before we arrive and when we were last um when we last received a covid test for example good good this is good okay yeah so there are things in place and i feel safe um and not to give too much of um the show away but my in particular does happen for the most part behind a glass window so I, I do have a sense of separation between myself and the audience. Okay. To a degree. Um, I'm like, I'm like all trying to think. I was really trying, and I said this to you a little bit before we started recording, but even for those who are listening, um, I was really going to try to see you before interviewing yeah. you, but I'm in California right now, and I'm not sure when I'm going back to New York. I'm like, in my mind, I'm out here because I'm not when the world does open up again, when Broadway does come back, we're back to six day week work weeks. We're back to eight show weeks. And, and it's, it's so crazy that you are there right now in that. And that is so giving me so much hope and it's so inspiring. But once the whole industry is back, it's like, now we're back. I'm back to missing holidays, birthdays, all the days again. So I'm like, let me just be with my family for a little while longer, hoping that like, just to, I want to be with them as long for as long as I can until I get sick of them. Like I want to get sick of them <laughs> to like be like, all right, it's time for me to go. And so I wanted to see you before talking to you today, but I'm not sure when I'm going back. So I cannot wait to like, keep talking to you and then to see you when I go back and um, talking to our point of contact. It sounds like everyone has masks and it's outside, right? Yes, exactly. Yeah. That's another reason why I do feel safe because first of all, um, we, we orchestrate the show in a way where audience members are um, experiencing the show in a very intimate group. So we only allow up to eight people maximum to watch the show at one time. And even within that group, everyone has to be socially distanced and they have to wear masks. And it's like a walking, like a, I don't know, I've not done it. I've not, I'm not gone yet. But like, yeah, it's like no, a walking right. tour thing. You're right. It is. Yeah. It's a walk-in tour and each group actually has their very own personal tour guide that takes them um, through uh, Greenwich Village, which is where the show is happening. So Greenwich Village in Manhattan, New York, and the tour guide will take them to various different streets and venues um, around the village. And all of the spaces, I believe apart from one, um, the audience, um, gets to experience the show from outside. So there's only one venue where they briefly go inside. Otherwise, everything is outdoors. Okay. And so I don't know what your part is, and I don't know if it will give it away or what, but I have to ask, are you yeah. wigged in the show? Do you have your beautiful natural hair out in the show like you do right now? What's the sitch? So I actually have my hair natural just as it is right now. 
um, well, I say that my hair um, has a life of its own, is what <laughs> yeah. I say. Um, okay. and, and so I, I accept that. I let my hair do what it needs to do. So um, I wear it natural. Some days it's a little fuller. Some days the curls are more defined. But yes, it is my natural hair every time. That is, that is <laughs> such a real thing. When when we are asked or when we are wearing our natural hair, especially in a show that happens more than once in a, like a blue moon, mm-hmm. it's going to look different every day. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's and real. it's great that you like, you're like, I accept that. How about the powers that be? Did they have any opinions about that? Or are they just like, do your thing, Natasha? You know, as far as I'm aware, everyone has been very much like, do your thing. And I'm so grateful for that and love that they have just embraced the natural hair and haven't tried to change anything. I mean, even from the very beginning, I remember when I went for my fitting and the costume designer, Christopher, at the time when I went for my fitting, my hair was in a, a bun. Um, <laughs> yeah. And like, oh, I've seen pictures of you with your hair out during rehearsals. You are going to wear your hair out, right? And I was oh. like, oh, yeah, I mean, sure, I can. And he was like, yeah, I think you should. And I was like, oh. What, did, like you, what did you think they were going to ask of you for you to have it in the bun? No, I didn't expect that, um, but it was just nice. It was just nice to feel like they were very um, open, accepting, yes, on board. And that's how it's felt for me throughout this process. Like I've never once felt like I can't embrace my natural hair, my natural look. Um, So... I really appreciate that because obviously I'm sure we've both had our experiences, I would imagine, where that's not always been the case. Right, right. Yeah. I love that. Um, okay, so I've looked through some of your photos as well, and I do as well have noticed, I'm like, she wears her hair down so much, and I am so inspired by that, Natasha. Like, I have my hair down in this moment, but mm-hmm. it's literally <laughs> because – I was just rushing. I just got a sandwich and I just run in. I ran in the door and my hair was in a ponytail. I was like, oh, I don't like it. I literally just was like, I don't want to run late. And I took my thing out and I didn't have a, I didn't have a chance to fix my hair. That is why my hair is down. And I never wear my hair down because I feel like it's, I'm on a journey. Okay. <laughs> I'm still on the journey. Right. And so I'm here to ask you, like, have you always embraced, like, I, I like playing with mine if it's like up and an updo or like, but down, I feel like blah, 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 but I don't feel that way when I look at you. So have you always embraced like wearing your hair down? Like, did that come over time? All the things. Yeah. I love that expression. (laughs) All the things. I don't know why, but it it makes me giggle. I I really like it. But anyway, um, (laughs) um, yes, I I can actually relate. I have also been on a a journey where my hair is concerned. Um, I I guess it kind of depends on your perspective of natural, because in one way, I've always been natural in the sense that I've never done weave or 
wigs or um like texturize my hair or anything like you've that. never I'm sorry wait I'm sorry that just went right I, over my head you've <laughs> never done weaves you've never done wigs you've never done any type of te- okay oh my gosh you're a hair virgin I am <laughs> oh my gosh this is, she's a rarity folks like tell me more how how who are your people like what that's so funny um yes but with that being said from a pretty young age I did have my hair straightened with heat okay so okay I'm not I can't fully claim the natural uh title <laughs> I guess <laughs> um because I did for many years um have my hair straightened and actually it was when I moved to New York that I just stopped straightening my hair altogether. Yeah, so I had always like worn my hair natural from time to time, like just whenever I felt like it, but more often than not, I would say I straightened my hair. But when I came to New York, I remember so vividly, I came during the summertime. I stepped off that plane. I don't know what I was thinking. I was in Timberland boots. I was in a a full on coat. I'm already sweating. I was I was not at all prepared for the heat of New York in the summertime. And not just the heat, but the humidity. Right. Oh my gosh, that is like serious. Right. So the humidity, and on top of that, um, when I first came to New York, I did a six-month training program where I was doing like 18 hours of movement classes a week. So I was like, no, this is not be straight. This is it not going to And I don't have the time to keep straightening it every day. Nor did I really have the desire to either, to be honest. So I was just like, I'm just going to let my hair be natural. And the more that I did that, the more that I actually preferred how I looked when I had my hair natural. And on top of that, I feel like the response that I got from people, generally speaking, was just really, really positive. That to me is like so crazy. And I'm not saying crazy because like what? I But I have experienced a very similar thing. And it's mm-hmm. so interesting to me. I'm like, what do you mean you like my natural hair? I, 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 when my own eyes are so used to seeing my hair straight or with yep. a certain type of wig on. And then I have to retrain my eye to like that way it grows out of my head. To me, that yeah. was like almost traumatizing. But for somebody who maybe doesn't know you, it might just feel so much more in alignment. Like it just looks like you, like it. I agree. And you know, I, I've i had people say to me, oh, your hair really suits you. And I always find that to be a funny thing to say because on the one hand, like I'm, I'm pretty sure that when people say things like that, it's coming from a really good place and they're well intended when they say that. Yeah. But then a part of me is like, well, why would I be made with hair that doesn't suit me? <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> like really, we're all made with hair that suits us. And somewhere along the way, many of us have been conditioned to think otherwise and to think that, you know, if we have curly hair, we want straight hair. Or if we have straight hair, we want curly hair. Or, you know, the list goes on and on. 
course. Of course. Um, so, yeah, I, yeah. It's, it's interesting because I, and I, here's the thing, like, we love a good weave, honey. We love a good wig. We love a good silky press, okay? I'm in a stage of my life where I'm, like, natural all the way. But when I see another black girl rocking whatever, Mm -hmm. I'm like, you better. Like, especially when they're like, I know I look good. I'm like, you look good, girl. You look good. I'm like, I will be the first one cheering on somebody. I'm just team natural right now. But I want to say, like, I – I believe like God knew what he was doing. And sometimes it takes like us to catch up. Like it's all there and we have no idea. Well, some people do. Mm -hmm. Okay. But like, I had no idea like what, what we got, what am I got to work with? I'm like, ugh, my hair is like this. My face is like this. No, your bone structure is beautiful. Your hair is beautiful. It's like, we catching up. God's like, it's about time. I've been right. to realize your beauty. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. How about when you show up to modeling gigs? When you're on set, um, first of all, do they usually, do you usually do your own hair? Do you usually let hair and makeup do your, your hair? Are you comfortable with that? <laughs> all the things. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> other things um so it really depends on the shoot that I am participating in so I've had a mixture of of shoots somewhere I'm required to style myself and somewhere they have a full team that will take care of me um I personally don't mind either way okay. um, it's nice when they have a full team and I can just sit in the chair and just be like okay you work your magic. I'll just, <laughs> and I don't have to do anything. Um, and I do feel like I trust the stylist because they're professionals. They know what they're doing. They're qualified. They have experience. And um, yeah, I feel like who am I to kind of question their level of expertise? There must be a reason why they've been hired, why why they we are. hope, right. <laughs> well, yeah, fingers crossed. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Um, yeah, so. And you, trust, you usually trust hair and makeup with your natural hair. Like, I, I feel like sometimes, and this, uh, it sounds like you've had great experiences, which is the goal but yeah. sometimes I feel like I sit down in a chair and they see my texture and they're like, ah, <laughs> what do I do? <laughs> I mean, I, I can definitely relate to that a little bit because I think my hair is kind of deceiving. It's very thick mm-hmm. and it holds a lot of everything. <laughs> it holds a lot of water. It holds a lot of oils and things. Um, and also my hair, um, the texture is different in different places as well. I, oh gosh. I yeah. I don't like that about yeah. <laughs> it looks good on you, but like experiencing it, that is frustrating. I know. It's not ideal, but um but yeah, I, I have to say, like, I haven't really had too many situations where I've been like, oh my gosh, like I'm really scared. Like I don't know what they're going to do to my hair. Like for the most part, it's been, yeah, it's been good. 
Yeah, okay. I feel blessed. And when you are in a wig prep for a show, or if you just have on, oh, you said you didn't wear wigs. But like if you're in a show and you mm-hmm. have a wig that you have to wear, what is your wig prep? And I'm asking you, I, I like to ask this question, but I'm specifically asking you because we have a similar texture. And I'm like, what do you do? <laughs> it's interesting because I think to date I have never been cast in a show where I've been required to wear a wig wow so I haven't gone through that whole wig prep process actually so I'm intrigued to know what your prep is (laughs) that is so interesting Natasha Oh my goodness. You know what? Since we're here and I can even cut this out, whatever. Actually, I never talk about my own wig prep. I'm always just asking other people. But I I used to do what I like to call white girl pin curls for so long because that's what I learned in school. And that's what I did in community theater. And a lot of people around me were not black. And so I did what they did. And that's like the pin curls that you like wrap around your finger and then you put the two bobby pins in all over the head. That works if you've got uh, your hair straightened. Right. Or you don't have the <laughs> texture that we got. Okay. Um, on Broadway, I like to do, um, I like to moisture. If I have the time, I'll sit there with a spray bottle and some conditioner and do like a twist out. Mm. Like I will put um, chunky twists all over my head and then softly wrap them around almost like a Bantu knot. Do you know what that is? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like almost like, I don't want to call it a ghetto pin curl, but kind of like it's like <laughs> it's like a really loose, twisty, um, soft pin curl, and but try to make it as flat as possible because we still have to put a wig on. So I'll do that. Or if I want to even use less bobby pins, I'll do a twist out all over my head with big chunky twists, but only pin the sides where the where the wig pins in. Maybe two on at the temples, maybe two in the back. And then the rest, just lay it down and put that wig cap on. Wow. I'm so intrigued because I have friends who wear wigs and they all braid their hair and then will put a wig cap on. Braiding and is good. I'm not good at braiding, but yeah, that's that's ideal. <laughs> right. And I was just like listening to you. I was like, wow, like I just have this vision of... I don't know it the wig not being able to fit onto your head because <laughs> I'm just thinking about my own hair and all the hair I have and just like hmm would that work <laughs> would that work it might it might not and sometimes my hair is thick well, you know this sometimes my hair is bigger and thicker like if it's like a day three or day of five, day five whereas if it was today I might be able to get it down way um, cause I just washed my hair today, like mm-hmm. getting much flatter, but, and there are times that I sit in the wig chair and the wig person will be like, really, really, <laughs> <laughs> what you brought me some mess today. I'll be like, I'm so sorry. I was in a rush. Please put this wig on my head. Don't tell on me. <laughs> Don't write me up. But yeah, there's different ways to do it. That's just my favorite way, but it might change when I get back in a show. So we'll see. Um, but I am so excited. Thank you so much for spending the time with me. I'm like, even just like looking at you and and like feeling your sweet, beautiful spirit. Like it's just. Oh, thank you. 
refreshing and I'm excited to see you perform this spring that's incredible I'm so excited yeah I'm sorry I didn't mean to interrupt you but um I just wanted to say that I'm so excited for you to see it it's going to be so nice to have you in the audience I'll be like I recognize her even through your mask I'm pretty sure I will feel (laughs) your energy by breathing through and gonna be so good I'm like Samara I'm ready for my two tickets because it is time to see some theater and feel safe feeling theater as well like yeah and I feel like seeing your show will be because obviously I want theater to come back hello but like at the same time I'm like wait do I feel safe and I feel like seeing an outdoor-ish show is a good way to ease ease back in so I think so too. Yeah. yeah. We really do take as many safety protocols as possible. Even as audience members, when they arrive, they, I believe, have to get their temperature checked. They also okay. have to fill out a COVID waiver. Good. Um, yeah. So we're really trying to make this feel as safe as possible for everyone. Um, Tell me the name of it again. Voice. Yeah. <laughs> How do you say it? Because I was saying it crazy. <laughs> No, you're, no, really, you've got it right. I actually like the way you say it. I feel like you give it a little bit of, I don't know, finesse. I like it. Okay, say it again. You say it the way you say it. Okay. Voyeur, the windows of Toulouse-Lautrec. At the what theater? Um, so it's presented by Bated Breath Theatre Company. Um because it's predominantly outdoor, um, we don't necessarily have a theater space, um, but we do actually start at the duplex. That's our starting point. Yeah, that's where the box is. Yeah. that's so cool. I can wrap my mind around that, like right next to Stonewall. Yes, exactly. It's it's a really really fun part of the village. Um, And I have to say like people in the village have been really encouraging and supportive of what we're doing um actually I can't tell you how many times I've had an audience member come up to me after my scene and just say thank you so much for what you're doing like we we really miss theater we love that you guys are doing this and like as an artist it's so heartwarming to hear that yeah like I can't tell you it just I every day I count my blessings because I think this is what I came here to do you know I moved to New York to pursue my craft as an artist and I'm not prepared to let a pandemic stop me from doing what I love and evidently I um, am in good company with other artists and and a wonderful team that feel the same way and we're safe yeah we're safe yeah I mean as safe as we can be of course we are aware of the risks I knew going into this that there may be some risks but um I was just so eager to be a part of the project and I'm so glad that I joined because it's been such a rewarding experience last question when is there a closing date or is it open ended right now That is such an interesting question because we began um, for previews the first week of September. We were originally scheduled to 
close November 22nd, but uh, we <laughs> in our second extension. So we have tickets available through to April. Um, tickets are available on our website at the moment. Um, and I'll post all that. I'll post that in the, oh, in the episode description. Oh, wonderful. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. On our website, uh, which is unmakingletrecplay.com. Um, but yeah, you can get tickets through to April. Um, beyond that, I hope that there was <laughs> an opportunity for, for the show to keep going. I think all of us involved want to keep performing as long as we possibly can. And I think as long as it's safe and as long as people want to see us, yeah. um, we're going to keep performing. Natasha, thank you. Thank you for joining me. And I cannot wait to meet you in person. Thanks, girl. <laughs> you. It's been such a pleasure. I've had a lot of fun. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh, until next time. Yes. <laughs> Bye. Okay, folks, that was Natasha Freider right now starring in a pandemic-friendly show in Greenwich Village called Voyeur, if I, I still might be butchering this name, Voyeur, The Windows of Toulouse-Lautrec. It's down in Greenwich Village, like at the duplex, like next to Stonewall, right over there. If you're in New York, you know, you know what I'm talking about. And I cannot wait when I go back to the city in a, in a couple weeks to get a ticket, don my mask, and go see it. Um, tickets are available now. And that was Natasha Freighter. You can follow her on Instagram at Natasha Freighter. Go to her website, natashafreighter.com. She is so beautiful inside and out. Um, thank you, Natasha, for coming on. Um, shout out to the Broadway Podcast Network. I love this network. They are such good humans. And there's also a new app. Um, if you haven't already subscribed to this podcast, y'all, hit subscribe. Tell your friends to hit subscribe. Leave a review. So much love. Thank you for listening. And all of the things, all of the things. Um, I edited this myself, so it's my fault. <laughs> All right, you guys, thanks for listening. This is Black Hair in the Big Lakes. I'm your host, Felicia Thomas. See you next week, my friends. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. 
life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.